And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And this uh, week, we're going to get a new person on the podcast. Yeah, he's, we're, kind we're of, hi- he's kind of sane. Yeah, we're hiring, not- we're hiring a new co-host to help yes. us for this for, week. For, for this week. We'll see how he lasts. I mean, how long? Yeah, we'll they, see how long he lasts. Yeah, we'll see how long our craziness can ma- match up with the saneness of our guest. Because obviously, we need someone that can act normal, yeah, not completely out of the blue. Correct. And and this week we brought on a we're oh sorry we're hiring a very very awesome Simpsons fanatic just like us. He probably knows just about as much about Simpsons as we do, um, which is what we love to have on uh, these podcasts as guests, someone who understands and likes to talk about the Simpsons as much as us. So welcome to the Simpsons Hit a Podcast, Carlos Q. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me, and thanks for the invite to the asylum, I guess. Yeah. Uh, by yeah. the way, we're uh, we're paying you in exposure. We're not actually going to give you any money. You're just going to get exposure. Oh, okay. So I thought you're going to pay me. In, I thought you're going to pay me in memes. I oh, we could do that. We'll, we could pay your memes. We got plenty of Simpsons memes. All right. Awesome. Perfect. All right, Carlos. So, like, like a lot of people, like I just told people, you're a fan of uh, of the Simpsons. But mm-hmm. we always ask our guests that when they come on. What got you into The Simpsons? Did you start right away with season one? Did you start a little bit later on? And do you still watch The Simpsons today? Um, well, honestly, I didn't start off right away in the first season because I think I was like just one years old. But um, okay, I just remember the reruns right after like you know elementary school. Oh yeah, and um, I would hurry back home and just you know watch them. You know, I remember watching the second season very carefully, and uh, I think that's my one of my favorite seasons. But um, yeah, I just I just jumped into it. I was like, think, I think like ten, nine or ten. Okay. No. And I remember my mom wouldn't let me watch them because I guess they were, <laughs> it was too violent. I guess I don't know what, but but nowadays, yeah, right. Um, but, yeah. But um, but yeah, yeah. Um, I still honestly, right now, I kind of watch it. Um, it, the seasons kind of like trickled down for me, because um, okay. I know I don't know. I think it was was it thirty seasons already? Thirty two seasons by now. Oh, we, we just started season thirty five tonight. Oh my god! Yes, tonight well, tonight is episode one. So if you guys, as we're recording, recording on uh, October first, uh, that started uh, season thirty five, episode one on Fox. So if you guys. Our Simpsons fans definitely check it out. The new writers from season mm-hmm. 34 were actually pretty great. I'm hoping a lot of them stayed on for season 35. So hoping, hoping we got got some good stuff coming up this season. But uh, mm-hmm. um, I know there was a, there was a hiccup. A lot of people left after season 12, season 15. People started yeah. mm-hmm. falling off. They they didn't like the way the I- episodes were playing out. I, I, that would be that. I would definitely be one of those people. I don't think I've watched a new episode since like season twenty-seven. Been about yeah. eight years. Yeah, but it's, it's funny because I collect the DVDs and literally oh. it stopped at fifteen. 
season 15. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So they, they stopped producing them mostly because a lot of people weren't, you know, buying them anymore. Like it was, yeah. you know, you could watch them on uh, syndication. Oh yeah. Definitely. Um, you could, you could DVR them. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously we got Disney plus now <laughs> there's literally no reason not, you know, I mean, yes, I, I still collect physical um, mm-hmm. for a lot of my movies, but a lot of people just don't anymore. They stream. So there's no reason to produce the discs. I know. There's no like, you know, open up the tray and put it in there. And like, <laughs> yeah. None of that. Yep. <laughs> All right. Oh. So let's kick it off. We are talking about season eight, episode 23, oh, Homer's Enemy. So we're introducing a new character for an episode here. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see where, where he takes us. Uh, the It aired. May 4th, 1997. Um, Our recap this episode is a new employee at the nuclear plant is disgusted by Homer's laziness and popularity. Yeah, that's a, that's a good recap. Disney plus. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Um, But no, I, I, I do think it's funny if you think about, you know, growing up, I mean, I definitely knew a lot of people that I was like, how can you be so lazy and yet be so popular? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just something I think everyone, I think in their life, unless you are yeah. one of the popular kids and you really can't see anyone else in that, yeah. in that light. But I mean, going to high school, that's some, sometimes mm-hmm. that's what it is. You see, you know, the more popular kids, sports, you know, getting oh, away yeah. with not studying, not doing anything. Mm-hmm but being super popular. And I'll even say it kind of, I mean, this is more work. I mean, this episode's more like work related and I've definitely seen it where, especially in the past year where I've seen a few people that I used to work with get fired, not necessarily for laziness, but they end up achieving a higher mm-hmm. status, like going to like, cause I work at local news, they go to a bigger market or they get a better paying job. And it's mm-hmm. like, but you were fired because you did something wrong, but now you're getting rewarded to get something better, which is kind of what Homer is. He does dumb shit all the time and he gets rewarded by having a job and a beautiful house and a beautiful family and eating lobster for dinner. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm, I've had those experiences before. Like, you know, they, they, I went to a new job and like the, the standard is at that lazy level. And I will, I will kind of, you know, achieve more. And they will literally tell me, dude, hey, take it easy. You know, like, well, what do you mean? What the hell? I'm here to work, you know? Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah. like, literally, they'll be like, oh, you're making us look bad, you know? And then we'll have to work harder. I'm like, well, I'm sorry, you know? Shit. Like, what the hell? I have an ethic, you know? Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Sorry, I can't be that lazy. But maybe at home, yeah. but, you know, <laughs> when I'm being paid we, now. <laughs> we all need to be more like Homer Simpson, apparently. Um, so no chalkboard gag this week. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely not necessary. Definitely nope. uh, want to use it to discuss this episode. Uh, couch gag. The family rushes in. Bart's image phases in and out like images on a broken TV screen. Homer adjusts him by fiddling with the control knobs on the TV and smacking Bart on the back of the head until he quote unquote comes in. And this is a repeat from a Millhouse Divided. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So, yeah, Carlos, I don't know if you're aware, but uh, they definitely do repeat a lot of the couch gags for different yeah. episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they mainly do it. And for all of our new listeners, too, um, they kind of do it on the back half of the uh, season because the uh, animators don't want to animate new couch gags. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I was always excited to see a new couch gag. I'm like, oh, I, don't, yeah. I haven't seen this one, especially like Treehouse of Horror. I think those were oh, my favorite yeah. ones. Yeah, and the other re- and the other reason they kind of stopped doing the repeat couch gags, um, we've talked on previous episodes where people would see the couch gag and think, "Oh, it's this episode when it's an actual new episode." Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so, and have to wait until like the episode starts, so it's not a repeat. I'm like, "Oh, okay, it's new, sweet." <laughs> yeah. You know, so we are going to start this episode uh, watching the local news. Uh, Kent <laughs> is finishing up a report, and all you hear him say. And if true, that means death for us all. <laughs> uh, like, uh, and, and that's kind of the sensationalism, a little bit of, I would say, the more national news outlets. I like to sensationalize a little bit. Uh, who knows what he's talking about? So I, I think I heard that in news in the beginning of 2020, I think. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, maybe this is a premonition, a disease. I mean, the Simpsons are known for predicting, but when you do 800 episodes, you're bound to get a few predictions right. Oh my god, for real. Um, and so now we go to his next segment, Kent's People, uh, stories about inspiring people. And this week, Brockman's story is about a 35-year-old man named Frank Grimes, who has earned everything the hard way. And so now we get a little background on Frank. Um, he was abandoned at the age of four by his parents, and he never got to go to school. Uh, and he spent his childhood as a delivery boy and delivering toys to more fortunate children. <laughs> I love the video, the show of mm-hmm. a young Frank Grimes giving the toys to these kids. I'm like, man, that is a sad life. Yeah. Hey, at least he has a job. I mean, he's getting paid, I'm assuming, right? I would hope so. Well, yeah, right? I mean, he was a delivery boy. I'd hope he's getting paid. Yeah. Uh, child, free child, free child labor. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully, you know, it doesn't look like he's, you know, doing it for free. Hope not. He doesn't look happy yeah. about it. <laughs> well, because he's giving toys to more fortunate kids when he wants those toys for himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we find out on his 18th birthday, Frank was blown up in a silo explosion. <laughs> um, and I love I love the animation because one mm-hmm. of his shoes we see oh, yeah. hit the ground, which is great because you always see that in kind of like older action movies you see an explosion you see a mm-hmm. shirt fly or a shoe fly or yeah sometimes a cat i've seen that in action movies so that was kind of that was kind of cool um and so uh ken continues by saying during his long recuperation frank taught himself to hear and feel pain again um oh. i don't think, I don't think i've ever been ever that injured <laughs> no <laughs> i don't think i'd ever want to feel pain physical or emotional <laughs> Uh, so then we get a picture of frank studying physics chemistry biology and the atom which wouldn't that go with physics yeah what physics studies um and he studied all the science by mail so he had everything mailed to him where was he living well so he was older (laughs) than 18 so maybe he got an apartment with all his delivery boy money job (laughs) maybe Maybe he was uh, living at Robot Arms' apartment. Oh, that's <laughs> the future. No, 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 that's the future. <laughs> oh, not that, the past. That apartment, that, that apartment does not exist in this timeline. <laughs> oh, okay. 
<laughs> uh, and so uh, the week before uh, Kent airs this segment, uh, he well, because so the week before the segment aired, uh, the man who had to struggle for everything he got received his correspondence school diploma in nuclear physics with a minor determination. I love the fact that when he gets the, the diploma in the mail, the mailman struggles to find it in his bag, pulls it out, hands it to Frank Grimes, and then a bird comes down and tries to grab it away. Because <laughs> Frank Grimes, nothing comes easy for this man. Poor bastard. But he was, de- but yeah. he was determined to get that diploma. Well, he had a minor determination. Exactly. He better put that minor to use. So, so do they do they do these types of stories at your uh, news outlet? Um, kind of. Um, every once in a well, we do a segment every Thursday. We call it Small Towns, except it's really about like people in small towns who have like a business mm-hmm. or do like it's usually like nice a nice feel good story about somebody in the community. So we kind of, but like, I don't really watch them. So I don't know, <laughs> like. I don't know how the people, how their lives normally are. Like if there's like hardships like this, I mean, I'm sure there's some that have hardships. So, but yeah, like there's a lot of stations I'm sure that do human pieces, which is what this is, where they go out in the community, find somebody who's inspirational and then talk to them and then tell their story. Uh, The whole point of our segment is to get those people, like our viewers to go to that town. Sure. Um, I don't know if that's really good by just talking to the people, but eh, that's that's what they want to do. So, mm-hmm. but this is more of a hey, we're highlighting this person that we want to care about. Sure, for Ken. Um, so Ken calls Frank a real scrapper and a self-made man like Burns. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if Burns is a self-made man. I don't think he knows what that means. No, I mean, we did see in uh, the old man and the Lisa, he lost all his money mm-hmm. and then got it back by the, by doing the recycling job. So technically oh, yeah. he did make himself again, per se. The so, first time around, no. Second time around, yeah. yes. Yeah. So, um, so Burns, uh, Burns is watching and he asks Smithers to bring uh, Frank Grimes to him. So that he can make Frank the executive vice president. And obviously Smithers looks like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> I'm right here, man. Um, and so Smithers comes back with Frank. Uh, and, and we see Burns crying. He's like, he's got a tear in his mm-hmm. eye. He's like, he's swelling up. And he has he a heart. Smithers, what was that? He has a heart. Yeah. Yep. For once. <laughs> um and he tells Smithers uh, he has just seen the most heroic dog on television. That dog pulled a toddler from the path of a speeding car, then pushed a criminal in front of it. That's a, I, I want wanna, that dog. I want to see that, that dog. I want to see that scene though. <laughs> right? Yeah. Are you? Are we? Are we? Oh, uh, yes. What type of dog? Did they say what type of dog it no, was? No, it's not Laddie. Are you sure it's not Laddie? <laughs> Correct. Yeah, I am because it's a brown dog. Laddie was oh, like yeah. Lassie. Yeah, was white and brown. Oh, okay. That would right. funny though. That's kind of. Oh, yeah, that would have been great. That would have been great if it was Laddie. Yeah, that would have been hilarious. Um, so Burns tells Smithers to find that dog. I'm going to make it my executive vice president. Wow. <laughs> so Burns has uh, more short term memory loss again. 
Yeah. Um, and Smithers tells Burns, okay. And then introduces Frank Grimes to Burns because he just got hit. He's like, well, here, wait, I got, I got you Frank Grimes. You asked me to get him yesterday. And, uh, you know, Frank tries to shake Burns' hand, but Burns just stares at him. Yeah, because it's Burns. He doesn't shake hands. <laughs> hey, you know, it's funny. One thing about Frank Grimes I noticed is, like, before he tries shaking his hand, he kind of rubs his hand, like, on his pants, right, or something? Oh, yeah, he does. Is it, like, is he sweaty or something? Or, I don't know. It, it could <laughs> yeah. be sweat. It could be a, a germaphobe thing. Oh, um, yeah. To, like, wipe off your hand before shaking somebody else's. Oh, okay. I mean, especially yeah. now with COVID, um, <laughs> we, we we have sanitizer, and you just, yeah. you know, you lather it up. But, like, back mm-hmm. in the day, you know, you just... Rub it down. Rub right your hand on your pants and shake away. <laughs> yeah. So, so one thing that they did base uh, Frank Grimes on, and we kind of see this as the episode really kind of progresses, sort of, is they based him on Michael Douglas's character from the movie Falling Down. Uh, if you never guys seen have it. seen, never seen it. That's a really good movie. But basically, it's about a worker who isn't, you know, getting treated right and goes oh. completely insane. Yeah. Um, but funny enough, um, and so Hank Azaria actually provides the voice for Frank Grimes, but they actually considered asking Nicolas Cage to play Frank Grimes. Well, what? that would have been awesome. Oh my god! <laughs> right? I I think that would have been funny. So, I can totally but... I can totally see him doing that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's kind of kind of sad, but uh, I guess they just decided to go with. Uh, <laughs> Hank. Just go with Hank Azaria. They were already paying him. They didn't have to yeah. Pay, yeah. pay Nick Cage. Plus, yeah. I mean, Nick Cage would have been just coming off of, what, Con Air? 97? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's around that time. I feel like, yeah. he I mean, so he was hot. Nicholas mm-hmm. Cage was coming off of that face-off. Face-off, um, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, Con Air was 97. Yeah. So, so, or either that or he was too involved with Con Air to do this up. But. They didn't go with him. They went with his area. That would have been awesome. I know. Uh, So, so, uh, you know, Smithers reminds Burns that Frank is the self-made man. And Burns is initially confused, but then remembers (laughs) Frank. Like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, then Burns tells Smithers to put him somewhere out of the way and then find that dog. (laughs) Because, you know. So Smithers starts... uh, Walking away, but comes back and grabs Frank. Frank's like all confused. He's like, I, I was just hired as the executive vice president, and now I got get hauled Demoted. away to do God knows what. Work with Homer. Yes. yes, to work with Homer. God, that's that'd be the, that'd be the worst. You like go from executive vice president to working with Homer, all in the span of uh, ten minutes. <laughs> And so we cut to Homer spinning in his chair at the power plant as Carl and Lenny walk in. Homer's like, chair goes round. Chair goes round. <laughs> Lenny's like, hey, homie, you busy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Carl's like, uh, there's a new guy at the plant. Uh, maybe we ought to say hi to him. And Homer's like, I don't know. I'm kind of dizzy. I should probably go home sick. <laughs> Oh my god! And this is and this is kind of where we see the Homer laziness slash the popularity kind of creep up. Yeah, to like prove that he is you know insane. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, I get dizzy all the time at work. No, I 
My chair does spin, but I don't think I've ever just just spun in it for fun. I don't think I could get away with that at my work. I mean, I technically could, but there's usually enough eyes around that it would just look weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a good thing Homer has his own office. Mm-hmm. So uh, Frank sets up his new desk as Homer, Carl, and Lenny press their faces up against the glass divider to watch him. Like, I like how Frank's, like, lining up his pencil. Like, I hated those people. Like, oh. had, like have to have their desk, like, perfect and, like, everything. Maybe he has OCD. I mean, are you like that, Carlos? Do you have to set up your desk ever so perfectly? Not because if I do it, like, at the end of the day or week, it's going to be all, you know, shitty. It's going to be all over the place. <laughs> you know, maybe he's starting his new job, you know, his first day, you know, setting everything up, but. I'm pretty sure by the end of the week, it's going to be all a mess. Probably. Oh, it is. With Homer, <laughs> with Homer living next to him? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That office is going to be trash. I mean, uh, I'll, I'll say I do share a desk at work, and um, the one thing that does annoy me to no end is the guy who edits our noon show likes to have the chair all the way down, and then he doesn't put it back up. <laughs> and I like having it all the way up because I'm taller. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I, I haven't said anything to him because it's like, it takes me two seconds to lift the chair, but it's like, you put things back the way you found them. Yes, exactly. Oh my God. <laughs> yep. So, uh, so Homer, Lenny and Carl go talk to Frank and Carl asks Frank if he's new. <laughs> Clearly I've never seen you before. You must be new. And, you know, Frank is, introduces himself and Lenny introduces himself and introduces Carl and Homer and then he says he's Lenny again. Again? That's so yeah. weird. I know. He's like, I'm Lenny. This is Carl. Carl. This is Homer. I'm, I'm Lenny. Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I love it. Yeah, so, I Car- I really don't like new, meeting new people at work, especially in the TV industry, because they're there mm-hmm. like a year and then they're gone. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. I don't wow. like training new people. <laughs> mm, I have to start that soon. Training oh, somebody, yeah, uh. that'll be fun. <laughs> Just say your name is Grimy, <laughs> but I don't like that name. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so Carl shakes Frank's hand, and Frank goes to say hi to Homer. But Homer grabs a pencil out of Frank's pencil cup and is amazed that Frank's pencil has pencils with his name on them, just like a pencil company executive. <laughs> I'm not. Homer, that Homer I, is amused. Homer is amused by the smallest thing. I know. I can't remember if I've ever, ever had like monogram pencils for some. I almost think I got them as a gift for something. I don't think I ever have. Nope. I don't know. Never had that. No. I, I don't think I've ever pen- been given. I don't, I don't work as a pencil executive or a pencil company executive. <laughs> so why? I mean. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like I feel like we should get some Simpsons did it pencils. Oh. And, and send them to people. Awesome. It'll have our name on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then people will be like, what's a pencil? I, use, I have a phone. <laughs> yeah, oh my right. God, yeah, for real. <laughs> or we'll, we'll send them a pencil and a notebook Oh, together. Oh, we can do two okay. things. That's a good yeah, idea. We, I think we need to start, I think we need to start our uh, like Patreon or something to give away gifts. I have some really good yeah. gift ideas. We should start. Yeah. Um, if, yeah. you guys, if you guys think that you'd like awesome merch from the Simpsons in <laughs> a podcast, be sure to email us or uh, message us on uh, our social media. I'll give all you that at the end of the episode. But if you guys, if you guys would like some cool stuff from us, definitely let us know because we have ideas. 
Um, so, but <laughs> Frank looks worried. He's yeah. like, oh, crap. <laughs> Who am I working next to? Mm-hmm. And Homer says he'd love to have pencils with his name on them. And Frank says, any office supply company can make them for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they could. And nowadays, mm-hmm. nowadays we have like, what's that website? Uh, Vistaprint, I think, does it. I think Office oh. Depot does it. I think a lot of places. Mm-hmm. You could get your own shit on it. I don't know how it was in the yeah. 90s. But probably this, you could probably go to Office Max, Office Depot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, that's, like, you know, that's, a, that, that, that's flexing that? though you know that's flexing you know having yeah. your name on having there, your own right? name on stuff hey what's yeah. up you know oh. <laughs> jerk like, new guy new guy flexing at work what a jerk oh dude, seriously what a f- asshole what the hell <laughs> what yeah, is that it's our own pencils come on he just started too what the yeah i know homer homer needs to teach this guy you go to the supply closet you steal some from there yeah and you make him your own. That's what you do. You don't bring your own. Um, but uh, Homer asks if he can have one of Frank's pencils. And Frank says, no, they're mine. Homer then asks if Lenny could have it. And Frank <laughs> says, no, because yeah, my guess is, is he'll be like, yeah, Lenny, Lenny could have one. And Homer will be like, hey, Lenny, give me that pencil. Yeah. Or it's kind of like the uh, I'm asking for a friend <laughs> kind of trope. I'm asking for Lenny. I'm totally going to give him the pencil. Like, <laughs> and you know Homer was just going to keep it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. And so uh, Lenny and Carl, you know, look at Frank's diploma. And Frank's like, oh, that's my degree in nuclear physics. I'm sure you all have one. And Lenny's like, uh, oh, yeah. Carl and I each have our masters, of course. Old Homer, he didn't need a degree. Just showed up the day they opened the plant. Oh my god! <laughs> and Homer, which chuckles. is not true, by the way. You're yes, you're right. <laughs> yeah, he, oh. he got a pamphlet in high school that mm-hmm. says, "What? Well, what did it say? It's like something like, do you want to work for Mr. Burns or nuclear power? Do you want a future in nuclear power? It was some sort of plant he got in high school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he, uh, um. He went. He did also earn his degree, and Homer goes to college to work. There. Sure. So, mm-hmm. um, it's an okay. So here, I found the thing. So, as as we stated, Lenny said Homer started at the plant on day one. Uh, Homer applied for the job in 1980 in the episode "I Married Marge" when the plant yep. was already open. And yep. according to this thing I'm reading, it might be true. The plant was opened in 1968, and Homer would have been 12. <laughs> wow. and, then on t- and then on top of it, in the episode In the Way We Was, it was mentioned while Homer was a student that they would open the power plant soon, but back then, Homer was only 18. So yep. if he started working on the day it opened, then it would mean he started working at the plant at, at age of 18, but Homer hadn't been employed at the plant at age 18. And then there's an episode, uh, I believe this is a future episode, uh, in Springfield Up, he had several jobs prior to starting at the power plant. Yeah, he used to work at the mini golf course, and yeah. I think there's a few others that he that he did. Did we we haven't covered Springfield Up yet? No, not yet. So once again, we're grimying up this episode. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> if you, Carlos, if you haven't listened to the Bill Oakley episode that we did, maybe you did. I don't know if you checked that one out yet. No, I haven't yet. 
But uh, Bill Oakley uh, compared our podcast to being the Frank Grimes of Simpsons <laughs> podcasting because we take everything way too seriously. <laughs> so we'll get a lot of that in this episode because I love yeah. Frank Grimes. Uh, mm-hmm. But Homer's like, I didn't even know what a nuclear panther plant was. <laughs> also, I believe the uh, the quote in the book is not actually printed correctly. Because when I was watching it on closed captioning, it said painter plant. Oh. Hmm. Either that or the closed captionist doesn't know how to type. That's also a possibility. I mean. That bastard. <laughs> now we'll never know. We need Bill nope. Oakley back. He always gives us his, <laughs> gives us the correct lines. Yes. Um, but uh, Frank looks at his watch and suggests that they all have a lot of work to do. And Lenny and Carl shrug their shoulders and leave. Well, Carlos, this is this sounds like your work. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Oh my god! Honestly, honestly, Carlos, you sound like the Frank Grimes in this scenario because you told us that you wanted people to actually work and not be lazy. Hey, I I was just you know doing my own work ethic, and you know, which is fine. They were falling behind, and I'm 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 up here, and you guys are just staying down there, I guess. You know, but yeah. And I no, worked I, here. For, I, I worked there for a while, so you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's good. I mean, look, I I always applaud somebody with good work work ethic. So I honestly, Frank is it wrong though. I mean, they work at a power plant. Yeah, so there's <laughs> stuff they need to do to make sure nothing blows up. But is um, it Lenny, Lenny or Carl? One of those two is like a supervisor, Lenny. correct? Lenny's Lenny a supervisor. Is. Yeah, I think so Lenny he, has is a, tech- he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to do much work. He needs to make sure everyone else is doing the work. <laughs> correct. Um, so Frank turns around into Homer and Homer tells Frank, he seems like a great guy. And he's like, let me give you a tip. And Homer <laughs> points to a security camera. And he's like, Hey, you see that camera? If you turn it around, you can sleep and no one will know. God. Oh my God. That's, uh, that's Homer. A lazy, lazy man. He's um, even getting late. He's even getting lazier though. When, yeah. remember when, what was the, uh, it was the Springfield Files episode where he actually does the uh, the tape. He like connects a VCR to it, yeah, to make yeah. it look like they're they're working. Yeah. He's getting even lazier. He doesn't even have the uh, the ability <laughs> to connect the VCR anymore. He's oh. like, oh, just turn the camera around. That's good I enough. Also, I also feel that there's been a couple instances where Burns has caught Homer on security cameras sleeping. He yeah. has mm-hmm. on his cameras so, in his office. Yeah, so. Well, and as we've seen in the the uh, episode where Homer was on the jury, he had the glasses with the eyes yeah. on him so he could sleep. <laughs> oh like that's just, that's Homer, man. He just wants to sleep. I get I it, man. I don't know. I think climbing into that suit and hanging from a hook—that's pretty impressive. <laughs> that is, clever. yeah, that one's pretty good yeah. too. That's clever. Um, so Frank tells Homer he doesn't think they are paid to sleep, and Homer's like, "Yeah, they're always trying to screw you." <laughs> Oh, God. So now, we cut to Marge at the town hall, trying to get a personalized license plate. Um, and her name was already taken. I don't know by who. I, who would take I, Marge I don't in know. a small have, have, town? Have either of you tried to get a personalized plate yet? I, no. I have not. I have not done it. I kind of want uh, to, but I have not done it yet. No, not yet. Um, no, uh, I, I know there's I know, I know there's people out there with Bort license plates. I've seen them. Oh, oh, that's Bort. a good idea. Um, I do have a friend who has a personalized license plate. It's uh, his first uh, first letter of his first name, and then 
uh, part of his last name. Do, so, was he was his first name taken? Was his last no, name taken? No, because I think I think that is his his like old email address. I think so. It's um, that. Um, oh, I, should, I, I should go. I should get a grimy license plate. That'd be That's a good, good one. Idea. Yeah. You you, you do you with your money. Um, <laughs> so then, uh, Marge asks if Marjorie's taken, and it is. Uh, Marjorie is almost too long because I think most license plates are seven characters. Yep, mm-hmm. seven characters. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then Marge is like, "What about the name Mitzi?" And he's like, and the guy at the counter is like, "Yeah." That's taken too. And he's like, well, you could have Mitzi. And Marge is like, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. And Bart is with Marge and he's like, man, I'm bored. I'm out of here. So he leaves <laughs> and he goes into a hallway and he goes, he walks by a door labeled tax seizures. And uh, he's like, and then the man in the room is like, eh, the next slot is slot 751. And so Bart kind of comes back after hearing that. And he stands at the door. And so this guy is trying to auction off this lot and nobody is bidding on it because they all know what it is. Bart doesn't. Bart's like, I'll give you a buck. And so the guy does the auctioneer stuff. And I hear do 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 buck buck. He does all the that stuff. And Bart wins with a dollar. So that's a, I want to do I want to do, do an auction once. I should go to a tax seizure <laughs> auction. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I, I know, like, uh, I don't know if they still do it, but uh, police, police auctions. Mm-hmm. Like criminal stuff. Yeah. You know, like you might find like a, you know, like a murder weapon or something. <laughs> um, I mean, that'd be interesting. That that would mean the, the police department didn't do their job. Well, <laughs> no, it's stuff like cars. Well, it's like cars, homes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, boats. Yeah. Um, so Bart asks the man what he won, and the man hands over a deed and a ring full of keys, and he's like, you just bought yourself 35 Industry Way, and it is a rundown warehouse. Which, honestly, that'd be kind of cool to own if it wasn't run down. Well, even if it's run down, you still own it. You can do whatever yeah. you want with it. And so uh, Bart, goes, Bart goes to his warehouse, and he sees it for the first time, and he's like, Looks like my years of hard work have finally paid off. Um, you won it at an auction for a dollar. I just love. I just love the Bart is basically the Homer Simpson in the scenario. Yeah. In this episode, like I love it. Like, I love the fact that they're kind of mirroring, you know, Bart to Homer and him being able to get away with yeah. just walking into a room. Doing literally nothing. Yeah. And what pretty away sure with you have to be older than ten to do that kind of auction. <laughs> yeah, they definitely. just wanted to get rid they just wanted to get rid of it. They didn't care. Yeah. Um so now we see Homer sitting in the lunchroom eating a sandwich, and Homer uh sees Frank and he goes, Hiya, stretch. What's the good word? Grimes like, My name is Grimes. Actually, that's his last name. Um yep. he's like, uh Simpson. Frank Grimes, I take the trouble to learn your name. The least you could do is learn mine. Okay, Grimey. Oh, and my Grimes, God. <laughs> Grimes like, uh, you're eating my special dietetic lunch. Homer's like, huh? 
Uh, and uh, annoyed, Frank clears his throat and points to the bag labeled Property of Frank Grimes. Hubbard's like, oh, 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 gee, oh, I'm sorry. And Frank's like, the bag was clearly marked. Please be more careful in the future. Check. Homer <laughs> takes another two bites out of the sandwich and puts it back in the bag. And then he throws it in the trash. Or no, he hands it to Frank. Then Frank throws his lunch in the trash because it's basically gone. And he yep. starts walking away. And Homer, just about to grab the lunch out of the garbage, Frank turns it around. <laughs> and he's like, and then Homer just goes, do, 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 twiddling my thumbs. And then hey, Frank turns he did finish the sandwich. Yes, and then eventually Homer gets the, the the sandwich out of the trash. That's gross, Homer. Have you guys ever had that happen? Like, at work, your lunch gets eaten or bitten into? Never. No, but I've had my shit thrown out. Like, our, oh. my, our uh, general manager decided one day to clean out our fridge. Uh. Dude literally threw out fucking everything. Dude didn't ask nothing. Dude just went... Dude threw out like one of our one of our coworkers bottle of sriracha or a couple of them. Oh jeez! Threw, oh, wow. threw, threw out one of our installers hot pockets that was in the freezer. Like that shit was gonna go bad. It was in the no. freezer. It's not yeah. gonna go bad. Um, I can't remember a couple of He threw out yeah, I threw out my creamer. I think I don't know what else he threw out, but yeah, dude just cleared house. Didn't that's didn't that's ask insane. nothing. Yeah. Like every every station I've worked at, they usually give us like a week's warning of like Hey, by the end of the yeah. week, we are going to clean out the the fridge. Anything left in there that you know is clearly not in a lunch bag, like an actual like nice you know lunch, not like a brown paper sack, is going to get thrown away. And then they're like, "All right, it was like I think anything like in a bottle, like ketchup, anything like that, they don't touch. They might look at the date, but like anything that's like in an open container, it's chucked." Yeah, for us, it's like every Friday. Night, oh. so they throw everything out, and you better get your shit. And you know, <laughs> have you ever had your lunch stolen, Carlos? No, but I have people um like their subway sandwiches getting like bitten or like they'll they'll <laughs> take they'll take half of it or something like it, it's it's really it's really crazy. Like we're, we're grown ass people and they're still yeah. doing that. Like like. I think somebody's starving. Can I buy you a sandwich? You know, so you don't have to go yeah. in there and. <laughs> yeah, that's that's insane. Oh, adults. Um, so Frank goes back to his desk where there are a couple of his pencils sitting there, all chewed up. Um, and so he takes the chewed up pencils to Homer to ask if Homer, uh, to ask Homer if he knows who chewed up his pencils. And Homer's sitting at his desk with all of Frank's pencils just strewn about in his pants on his workstation he's using one to clean out his ear just uh homer were any um, in the ceiling did he ever did he huck any to the ceiling i don't think so okay i like doing i like doing that in uh, elementary school and middle school just talking pencils oh, at yeah. the ceiling because the ceiling was like i don't know what it was type of material but pencil yeah. can get stuck up there really easy yep uh, hell yeah. yeah that was one that that was fucking fun to do <laughs> piss off the teachers for sure but it was fun to do. Oh, uh, man. So uh, Frank gets angry and he snaps the two pencils he's holding. He just, that's some, that's some angry strength right there, man. He's just like crack. Um, so now we cut back to Bart as he's walking through his warehouse and, you know, he loves it. And he picks up a screw and hucks it across the room and it just lands. 
Like this is a huge warehouse. I mm-hmm. love it. And it's, I mean, that's crazy. I mean, just to show you the sheer size of the building. Yeah. Um, and so then he sees a swivel chair with wheels and a fire extinguisher. <laughs> so what is any sensible 10 year old boy going to do with that? He's going to, he rolls out the chair, uses the fire extinguisher to push the chair with him sitting in the chair, like a rocket chair. Dude, now, Bart, Bart lived out my fantasy right there. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know if it was Mythbusters who did this, but I'm pretty sure that is a myth. Oh, or you need, that, like, I don't know. Or like, it's, I, I don't think there's enough force in a fire extinguisher to do that. Like, especially about, if you're in the middle of a room. Like, how about two of them? How about two fire extinguishers? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to find the Mythbusters. I think it was Mythbusters who uh, broke that myth. I mean, it would make sense. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, if you're sitting in a chair, that's not going to work. You would probably need a couple of them for it to work. Um, but uh, yeah, not. I don't think that works. I don't know. I'd love to try. Maybe yeah. I'll, Maybe I'll have to try. Uh, well, I don't know. Actually, a lot of the fire extinguishers these days don't have the big cone head thing anymore. Now, they're all like the little like water nozzle looking mm-hmm. thing that yeah. I don't know how that pulls out a fire, but because it sprays foam. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So back at the plant, Homer goes into Frank's area and asks, you know, how's it going? <laughs> just like ho- hobbling back and forth on his just he has nothing better to do except bug Frank. <laughs> And uh, Frank tells Homer that he'd appreciate it if Homer stayed out of his office. Yeah, I've never been told that in my work. We have too uh-huh. small, too small of a company to yeah. to, get, to do that. Um, and Homer says he wish he had a nickel for every time he heard someone <laughs> say that. Because he'd probably be a billionaire. <laughs> yeah. And Homer Homer stays in Frank's office and starts singing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." And <laughs> Then he just sings some random lyrics that <laughs> take what it, me out to the ball game. Take me out to the ball. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what are you? <laughs> Have you never uh, been to a baseball game? He has. <laughs> he was dancing Homer. I know. <laughs> so he, he, Homer's starting to annoy me right now. I don't know why. But... <laughs> That's the point of the episode, Carl. Oh, like, like damn, like, oh, wow. It's like, maybe because you're reading it, like, word by word, but, damn, yeah. he's annoying as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, yep. I, I, will so, say, I, I will say, there there is definitely a difference between watching the episode and then recording this podcast, because I'll watch the episode, and, like, I'll be like, okay, and then we'll, you know, do our podcast, and I'll be like, oh, Okay, like <laughs> there's just something in there that it's like, oh, that yeah. didn't click while you're watching it. Yeah, so, I was like, yeah, I was laughing my ass off when I watched the episode. <laughs> but I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm banging my head against the wall, you know. <laughs> We're all Frank Grimes right now. Oh my yep. god! <laughs> and so Homer asks Frank, "What's new?" <laughs> and an alarm starts going off at Homer's workstation. And, you know, Frank tells Homer that he is a 513. And then Homer looks at his watch. His, obviously, it's 513. Yeah. Um, and uh, Frank points out to, you know, he's like, no, you have a 513, a 513. <laughs> and Frank asks Homer if he knows what a 513 is. 
and over looks uh, at the control panel. It's like, oh, a 530. <laughs> I'll handle it. <sighs> and he grabs, uh, he goes to the control panel, dumps a bucket of water on it, and it shuts down the alarm. Because he literally just fried his unit. How many does he go through? Because remember, uh, what was it? The Bart, Bart goes to uh, Nashville. Yeah, Nashville episode, episode where oh yeah. yeah, where they got the the new station. <laughs> what he dump Buzz Coal or something? Yeah, on he the... dump Buzz Coal on it. <laughs> so so clearly Homer must have a just a supply chain of okay. these uh, stations available to be shipped to him at a whim. I mean, clearly the plant doesn't necessarily need this machine running all the time. I maybe he is only the safety inspector. Yeah. Let's just say that. Only and, one safety uh, inspector. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Frank looks in on, on astonishment. He's like, yeah. what the fuck did this guy do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Help. Yeah. We're all going to die. And so we cut back to Bart sitting in his brand new office and he has written president Bart Simpson on the door. Classy. Yeah. I don't know what his company is, but he's president of it. <laughs> well deserved, you know. Yeah, yeah. well deserved. He, yep. All of his hard work paid off for this. <laughs> and I love it. So Milhouse is walking by and Bart, you know, whistles at him to get his attention. And Bart asks uh, Milhouse if he wants a job at his factory. And uh, Milhouse tells Bart that he doesn't have, you know, you don't have a factory. And Bart's like, I'm a busy man. You want a job or not? <laughs> like, okay. Oh, Man, I, just, I wish people, like, when when I was looking for a job and I was walking by a place, hey, you want to work here? Was it, the, was it the Simpsons episode where, uh, was it Homer's like, oh, yeah, I'll just go down to the job factory and get a job? Or is that a different TV show? You guys know what I'm talking about? No. no. It sounds kind of familiar, but I don't know what it's from. Okay. I'm not um, crazy then. Good. <laughs> no. Not as crazy as Frank Grimes. Nope. All right. So, back at the plant. Homer is eating, you know, a lot of food. And you know, as Frank, Carl, and Letty stand there, and he's like, God, he eats like a pig. And Lee's like, I don't know. Pigs tend to chew. I'd say it's more like a duck. And then we see Homer, like, like, eat like a duck, like uh, having like a chocolate eclair go down his throat. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, because of this episode, I started like swallowing things whole. Oh God. That's not <laughs> safe, Steve. I know. Like I could do, I, well, Jello, Jello, I could do. Jello doesn't count as food. I don't know. Macaroni and cheese I could do pretty easily. San, some sandwiches. Like, oh, God I, because of Because of Homer in this, this scenario Jesus. like oh i can eat like a duck too i don't even need to chew my food steve chew your food you're setting a bad example for your kid no i do it now i'm just I'm talking oh. about back in 97 oh. when i saw this you know what okay was... that's fair because i probably started i probably tried to do that too yeah and so grimes like well some kind of farm animal anyway and earlier today i saw him asleep inside a radiation suit <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine that he was hanging from a coat hook. <laughs> and Lenny's like, yeah, he had three beers at lunch. That would make anybody sleepy. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. yeah. 
I wish I could. You know, there was only one time I think I went to a luncheon at for a work luncheon that we were able to drink at lunch. I think I had a beer, but that was about it. I don't think I I, I indulged too much. So I'll tell luncheon. you I'll tell you this much. When I used to work nightside at my second station, I got about I think it was an hour break, and my college bar was like a ten minute drive away from the station, and the bar food there is really, really good. So like once a week, I'd go there, have dinner, have a beer, do two shots, and go back to work. And no, <laughs> I mean, I, I at the time, I was not a lightweight. I could, I could handle my alcohol back then. This was 12 years ago now, 10. Um, so I could, I could handle it. And the shots weren't anything crazy. Like they weren't high alcohol volume. So plus I had food. Hmm. So I I used to do that about once a week and it made me happy because I could just go to work, (laughs) have a night, just a a small buzz going on, make me feel good. And and you can function properly after that? Yeah. Function just fine. Nobody (laughs) nobody knew. It's only the news. Who watches that? Right? I was only running the camera. Yeah. No one watches the news. I'm sure you were fine. I, I was definitely fine. I don't do that now. Ever since I got full time, I do not I do not drink before going before going to work, during work. Hell, I don't even drink after work. So, you know. Now, okay, so this this next part, this this is probably the only part of the episode that kind of got me a little off my game, like off, like just yeah. what is going on? And, you know, Frank says he never sees Homer do any work. He's like, "What's his job?" And then he's like, Safety inspector. I'm like, <laughs> shouldn't you have known that like a few days ago when he yeah like, started? Like, I feel yeah. like Grimes well, would yeah. immediately know what his position at the power plant was. I don't yeah. notice that. Yeah, like yeah. It's, it's just just really weird. It's the oh, like yeah. I said about this. Like, that's the one thing about this episode that was like that's kind really? of weird. Yeah, yeah. Because for, Gr- for Frank Grimes, mind you. Yeah, I mean, I I would assume most you know new hires. They might not know, like in a bigger company, you might not know what everybody does. But if you're working next to somebody, you know what their job is day one. Well, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. So anyway, then then Grimes like that's irresp- that that irresponsible oaf, a man who by all rights should have been killed dozens of times by now. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you about how many times Homer Simpson should be dead. Um, What's the number like, according to Lenny? Yeah, Lenny's like uh, 316 times by my count. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I look, we're on episode 176, I believe, right? Something like that. 176. 176. I was right. So we're on 176 right now. I think it would have been funnier had Lenny said 176. That would have been like I like I love like I love 316. I think it's a it's a high classic number. I almost would have loved it because almost every episode of The Simpsons, Homer does something where he should be dead. Yes. So yeah, I, definitely. I like I love 316. Don't get me wrong. It's a fantastic number. I think 176 would have been cooler. Just yeah. Just because. Um yeah. and Grimes like, that's the man who's in charge of our safety? It boggles the mind. And Carl's <laughs> like, it's best not to think about it. Yeah, Yeah. going back to Bill Oakley too. Like that—that's kind of the whole point of this episode. Like as Steve mentioned, 
you know, our podcast is like the Frank Grimes that we're like delving into the Simpsons and taking a lot of things literally and, mm-hmm. you know, dissecting in our own way. And yeah, it's, it's just not to think. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But that's why people keep tuning into our podcast because yep. they love it. Yeah. Uh, so, so then we see Homer is about to drink a flask of acid and Frank runs in and knocks the acid out of Homer's hand. And up oh, there's one, uh, three, seven, three seventeen. Yeah. Um, and, and Frank, Frank calls Homer an idiot and tells him that he almost drank a beaker full of, full of sulfuric acid. And Homer laughs and says, that would have been stupid. And boy, what have my face have been red. And he's, and he's still laughing. He's like, Grimes like, stop laughing, you imbecile. Don't you realize how close you came to killing yourself? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. And I love, this is awesome. So behind Homer, there's actually a sign-up sheet for softball on the bulletin board. That's pretty cool. So, so they're still doing the company softball team. I, I love cool. it. I, I do love that. that yeah, I was looking cool. for that because I, 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 I had... Uh, read that in the book and I just missed it. Yep. It was, it was, it was a quick shot, but it was behind Homer's head on the, on the bulletin board. Yeah. And uh, so Burns walks by and notices a giant hole in the wall from the, where, from where the sulfuric acid hit. And he also has uh, the heroic dog with him. He found it. Yeah. Yeah. Found the dog. Or, I'm sorry. He didn't find it. Smithers found it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Smithers, Smithers did his job. That's yes. the new executive vice president right there. Walking with Mr. Burns. <laughs> Yeah, and, and birds a, ask, and the dog has a that, title on it, right? It says yeah, it had like a sat that yeah, said like yeah. EVP. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, that's great. Yeah, I love yeah. that. That was that. That's a good catch, Carlos. Yeah. And uh, birds ask, "Who put this hole in my uh, hole in the wall?" And I was like, "Frank did it." Yeah. Oh my god. Birds. Birds. I mean, like, clearly, he did. But yeah, birds like, is this true? And Frank's like, yes, technically. Bro. <laughs> and uh, he tries to plead with Burns to like, you know, but like, but the reason that it's here is because, you know, but Burns is like, you come with me. And so uh, I love this. Burns like, I think he likes you. Oh, my God. You know, it's funny. You know, it's funny. There, there's been only one time ever that I've been called into a boss's office where I'm like, like, I could have sworn my the boss was actually He's always been friendly to me. It's always been nice, yeah. nice. But then I got chewed out. But to be fair, I I apparently swore in front of a customer. Oh, but but people that know me know that I like I like I love Kevin Smith. I watch like watching dirty movies. So I'm a, I swear like I swear in front of my kid without even thinking about it half the time. <laughs> like I, but it's just it's just who I am. And I didn't necessarily get it. I got written up for it. But oh shit. It, but. It's like I didn't remember it. That was the uh, thing. Interesting. Like I, in my conversation with a lot of people, I do swear it's just second name. Like I just don't remember. My boss wigged out at me, and I'm like, I, I thought he was, I thought he was the friendliest guy until, <laughs> till that happened. Carlos, we we know you have a really good work ethic, but uh, have you ever been written up at work? Um, no, no. Good. I mean, no. I mean. We don't deal with customers, so we can curse all we want. Nice. But, uh, but I mean, with your situation, it's not like you cursed at the customer. No, yeah. it wasn't at. It was, yes, yeah. it was in general conversation. 
I will yeah. say so. So I will say I I was written up for the stupidest reason. Actually, the two stupidest reasons I will ever have in my career. Hopefully, the first time I was written up was for a bad joke for saying um, uh, we were doing a, a, a show at night, and the floor director asked the director if they wanted to zoom in on the camera, and I said, "Why nobody's watching?" Mind you, I was working for CBS. The Super Bowl was on that night, and it was on NBC. You really think anybody was watching us on Super Bowl evening? No. The the, uh, the sports anchor had gone back into the, the control room, called me a dickhead, had me removed from the studio. The next day I go to work, I explain what happened to my boss, and she wrote me up for it. I was like, okay. She also wrote me up for sitting down. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You, you, that, you're... <laughs> You're not allowed to sit down. So the um, I used to work two jobs at that time. I was working eight hours a day at Target for like four mm-hmm. or five days a week, um, and then I was also working. It was two part time jobs. So I worked at Target that day. I was running a camera. We were in commercial break. I'm like, my feet are killing me. I'm going to take a two minute break and sit down. Somebody told her I was sitting down. Oh, don't. Uh, Dumbest thing. It was so dumb. So, uh, back to the Simpsons. We hear the dog barking at Frank. And we also hear Burns yelling at Frank. And he's like, how dare you destroy my valuable wall and spill my priceless acid. Um, probably not priceless. He had to probably pay to get it. Also, if, if it's so valuable, why is it sitting in the break room? <laughs> Um, and Burns continues, did you really think you were going to get away with it? Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so Frank tries to answer, but Burns, he's like, silence. Um, I'm going to give you one more chance at a reduced salary. I don't, oh, think, that's, I don't think that's legal. I don't know. Maybe you're allowed to it, reduce somebody's salary. Unless you had a contract or something. Correct. Like, you can take something out of somebody's Hey, if that's mm-hmm. what Burns meant, but you're not allowed to reduce somebody's salary after it's agreed upon. Granted, Burns is a shady businessman, so who knows? <laughs> um, so uh, Frank, I love, I love this too. So Frank tries to plead with Burns, but the dog barks and growls at him. <laughs> hey, man, he's the EVP. Don't piss off the EVP. Man, nope. you, got um, both, you got both of them there. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, so Frank leaves Burns' office, and he's. Uh, pissed, and he goes to confront Homer, and Homer's like, hi, buddy! And Frank's like, I'm not your buddy, Simpson. I don't like you. In fact, I hate you. Oh, man. Stay the hell away from me. Because from now on, we're enemies. Oh, damn. Um, I don't think... I know I, I, I know I can rub people the wrong way. I have somewhat abrasive personality. I get along with most people. Um, but I've never gotten this level ex- and even from that sports anchor who called me a dickhead, like a few months later, I don't even think he remembered the, the situation. Um, so I, I've never really had a work enemy that I can recall. Mm-hmm. I, don't know. I don't know if uh, Carlos, you get along with all your coworkers. Uh, well, yeah, for the most part, but I mean, I remember like 10 years ago, um, it was like a retail job. 
and like I didn't I, of course I didn't like somebody but I didn't you know I didn't really care for them and yeah. they actually confronted me about it saying hey you know uh-huh. we don't you know because I would like obviously uh, you know you know go my uh, go a different way than to come in you know I would avoid them you know yeah. and um they confronted me my and so you, so you don't like me or am I no I don't I don't I'm not not like you I'm I nothing you you know like <laughs> I don't care. I don't care for you. So I mean, yeah, it's not like I, I don't like or like. It's just you know, you're just there. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but like that, that, I was younger. I was kind of an asshole. But you know, now yeah. I, you know, you gotta learn. Like you're you're working with these people. You know, most mm-hmm. of your, most of the week. So you have to get along. But yeah, you yeah. know, if, I know everybody doesn't get along with each other. But at yeah. work, you know, we're cool. But outside, you know, after yeah. I punch out, you know, just you know, stay away. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if you guys had like the same situation, but I'm yeah, I've, really I'm sure work... I have. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had like a work enemy. I've had people that I've like not liked, but I don't think I've ever walked up to them and been like, "You're my enemy now." Yeah, I just yeah, I, 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 yeah. yeah it's really strong. Like he says, "I yeah. hate you." I'm like, "God damn, whoa!" <laughs> yeah. Like I get Homer as a screw up, but like you to, know, his face, you... to his face, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. Know? Uh, so Homer says, okay. He's like, uh, and then he asks if he has to do anything. <laughs> and Frank just you know, walks away ho- uh, angry because he's like, you know, I hate this man. Oh my so, God. Do I have to do anything a- to be your enemy? No, you don't. <laughs> you just have to exist, which you do. So leave me alone. <laughs> your mere existence annoys me. Which I will say I have worked with other people, especially in the news, where they do annoy the crap yeah. out of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I'm just never going to want to talk to you. And if you talk to me, I'll do my best to not listen and hope you get the hint to leave me alone. <laughs> um, so uh, now we see Homer is at Moe's and he has the sad. And Homer's like, oh, I can't believe it. I got an enemy. E, the most beloved man in Springfield. Uh, I think uh, Patty and Selma hate him, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, and Mo's like, uh, it's a weird world, Homer. As hard as it is to believe, some people don't care for me neither. <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody likes Mo. Uh, and Homer shaking his head. No, I won't accept that. Mo's like, no, it's true. I got their names written down right here in what I call my uh, enemies list. And Barney uh, takes the list and reads it. He goes, Jane Fonda, Daniel Shore. Sh- 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 Jack Anderson, hey, this is Richard Nixon's enemies list. You just crossed out his name and put yours. Uh, I did not realize Richard Nixon hated uh, Jane Fonda. And uh, I'll, and then Mo adds Barney's name to the list. So you just made the list. Yep. Oh, man. Uh, that's almost a hit list. Almost. Yeah. Um, and so Homer's like, uh, what'll I do, Mo? And Mo's like, uh, why don't you invite him over to dinner? Turn him from an enemy into a friend. Then, when he's not expecting it, bam! The old fork in the eye. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Homer's like, do you think it might work without the fork in the eye? Mo's like, there's always a first time. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, no, if you want somebody to be your friend... Uh, don't be lazy, don't be annoying, and definitely don't stab their eye out with a fork. Yes. Um, so, now we see, uh, we're at the Simpsons' house, and all the Simpsons are dressed in their Sunday bust. 
Uh, Lisa and March set the table and Homer paces back and forth. He's like, it's like dinner has to go absolutely perfect. Especially if Frank and I are going to be friends. And Homer's like, Lisa, be perfect. Marge, be perfect. Bert, perfect. Other kid, perfect. <laughs> Other Boy, kid. he's forgetting Maggie's name again and again. Yeah. And so Marge tells Homer that she only has five lobsters and wow. asks Homer if, uh, if uh, is sure Frank won't bring anyone with. Now, here's the thing. Lisa won't eat the lobster. Yep. So we got Marge, Homer, Bart. Bart, Frank. And Maggie. Oh, yeah. And Maggie. Oh, that's Maggie's five. Eat the yeah. You only need five. Lisa ain't going to eat the lobster. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> also, I don't think you should be feeding a baby lobster. <laughs> I don't know what the rule is. There, There is a shellfish rule with with babies. I don't remember what it is, though. Uh, uh, don't do it. No, there's there's like an age thing. There's a certain yeah. age you can start. They can start eating it. Uh, um. So Homer says no because Frank doesn't know he's coming to dinner. <laughs> so basically, he told Frank to come over. Yep. Um, and Homer's like, "Yeah, I didn't think Frank would come if he knew it was a dinner." Um, so Homer had called Frank and told Frank he had something very important to tell him, and that he could only <laughs> tell him at the house. And just as Homer finishes speaking, the doorbell rings. And Homer's like, uh, uh, he's like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Oh, no, he's like, it's him, it's him, it's him, it's him, it's him. And Marge's like, calm down, Homer. And so, and she's like, oh, answer the door. So Homer opens the door and welcomes Frank's into his house. And Frank is like all disheveled, his tie is crooked, his shirt is crooked. His briefcase has papers coming out of the ends. It's just, what? he's what had a his hell job? of a day. What is his job? We never learned what his job is. To be annoyed by Homer. I like like seriously. Like what's his job at the plant? He was supposed to be the EVP and then Smithers uh Burns told Smithers to put him out of the way somewhere. You know exactly, what? I think, but the, I, I think he's Homer's assistant. That could be you think so? I it's mean, right next to him. Honest, honestly that that that's definitely a possibility. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I, mean, like, I he hates think... them, you know. <laughs> yep. Yeah, everybody hates their bosses. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> uh, man. So Frank asks uh, Homer what uh, you know Homer wanted to see him about, and he's like, "This better be important." Homer's like, "Oh, it's important." And he's like, "Ah, oh, but first, let me introduce you to my family." And so he's like, "This is Lisa. She has an IQ of one fifty six." So we've we've learned how smart Lisa is. Although I feel like 156, it's a high IQ. I feel like her IQ is higher, though. I think we'll learn her true IQ in the Mensa episode. Okay. Because I thought it was in, like, the high 180s. I thought so, too. But then again, it's Homer. But we do learn yeah. her true IQ in the Mensa yeah. episode. Because I believe, like, average intelligence is 100. I thought it was, like, 120. Well, I don't remember. No, I Any, think one twenty is pretty smart. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know if you guys ever took an IQ test. I mean, I haven't because I'm afraid. I, but, I did you know. in. <laughs> I did in high school, and I think I got like a one twenty five. Uh, let me let me do a little uh, average. That, that's IQ. pretty good, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, so an average uh, a median a median score for IQ test is a hundred. Any scores above 130 are labeled as above average or very superior, while any score below 70 
is uh, labeled as borderline impaired. Oh my so god! Most people, most people have an average IQ between one eighty-five and one fifteen. Hmm. All right. So, so wait, wait, wait. So that means if I can, if I can fail an IQ test, I can label it as a disability <laughs> and work from home. Is what you're saying? Um, I don't think you're allowed to have a job. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if you fail an IQ test, I'm pretty sure you're incompetent, and therefore no, but you did can't. You, did you say? Did you say under seventy is considered disabled? Right. Uh, There's got to be something impaired. that impaired. Impaired. Yeah. So is that like being blind? What is that? <laughs> so if you're if you have a below seventy IQ, you most likely have a learning you, you most likely mm-hmm. have a learning disability. Okay, and you you most likely are. I, this is a generalization, so please don't come at me. You might be on the aut- autism spectrum. No, you're wrong. There are some smart people who have yeah. autism, mm-hmm. but I, I think if you're on like the higher end, because you have trouble learning. Your and IQ doesn't necessarily mean whether or not you're smart. It just levels your intelligence. Yeah, like you can still be smart, mm-hmm. street smart, so, and like like well, Bart is street smart. Correct. Yes. So, and he has a street I, street IQ of 180. He has he a school IQ. Has, <laughs> <laughs> school IQ is slightly lower. All right. Yeah. So he also tells uh, Frank that Bart owns a factory. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, boy. Uh, so Frank is uh, disinterested and tells Homer that he's late for his night job at the foundry and wants Homer to tell him why he is here I did where's the foundry is that on the boardwalk the new the new boardwalk is it a foundry like a quarry yeah So so why would it be at the boardwalk I don't know I don't know where the court. Wait, is there a quarry in Springfield? I feel like there is. There actually. is. I'm pretty sure there is. I think so. Oh, so, I, uh, foundry is for a metal cat. Uh, is a factory that produces metal castings. Uh, so he, he has a factory job. Wow. He works at Bart's factory. <laughs> no, that factory. He no, he works at the case. <laughs> no, he works at the gay st- steel mill. Ah, what? there we go. Wouldn't that be funny if Bart hires him? <laughs> that would, that would be have been great. funny. And Bart's his boss. No. <laughs> yeah, that, he doesn't know who his boss is at the foundry. Correct. Um, but no, I think you're right. Maybe he does work at the Anvil. Yeah, he works hard and he plays hard. <laughs> uh, so uh, Frank trails off and he uh, sees he walks around the Simpsons house and he's like. Uh, Good heavens! This is this is a palace. How can you how how in the world can you afford to live in a house like this, Simpson? It's like I don't know. I don't ask how the economy works. <laughs> well, oh my god! Yeah, you know, that's honestly how I feel sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, I, I will, a nice, I I will nice say house. there I is know. that meme for the Simpsons where it's like back in 19, 1987. A single or, or a family of five can afford this house on a, yeah. on a one on a one person salary. Yeah. It's like what three? It's like three bedrooms, four bedrooms, two bathrooms, three bathrooms because they have the master bathroom. Yeah, mm. and there's the bathroom that's down downstairs, the magical bathroom downstairs. Yeah, and it has a basement. Like, yeah, that house today 
nobody can afford that house on, oh on a single on a single salary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, uh, Grimes like, yeah, look at the size of this place. I, I live in a single room above a bowling alley <laughs> and below another bowling alley. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a three story. It's a three story building where there's a bowling alley below him and a bowling alley above. Him. But, but Homer's impressed. He's like, "Wow, yeah. I want to live in a house. I want to live in a place that has two bowling alleys." Yeah, yeah Homer fun. would love that. Yeah, I mean, shit, I'd love that. I want no. You know, look the noise. Look. The noise, dude. Bowling alleys are usually open till like one a.m. No, they're loud. But no, no, no. I'd use it more as a place to go bowling and then get drunk at the bowling alley and then have a place to crash. Like it's, it's like okay. I always, I always think I. It's new, but Kevin Smith bought a movie theater in New Jersey oh, only because it has oh, – okay, he bought it to make a lot of money. But it has an apartment above the movie theater. Yeah. So he can literally wake up and go downstairs and work at the movie theater. <laughs> like it's genius. <laughs> uh, and so uh, Frank sees pictures on the wall of Homer with uh, uh, Ford. And uh, Homer, uh, Homer and the B sharps uh, with David Crosby, and Homer with the Smashing Pumpkins, and Homer in outer space. And for those of you that don't know, uh, Homer um, met uh, Gerald Ford in Two Bad Neighbors. He met the Smashing Pumpkins in Homer Palooza. Uh, he uh, um, Homer's uh, what was it? The David Crosby. He met David Crosby in Homer's uh, Barbershop Quartet. And he obviously was in space in Deep Space Homer. So yeah, I love I love that he has photos of these things yeah. up on his wall. I mean, that's yeah. he wants to be, uh, you know, wants to show it off. He wants people that come over to see how successful he is. And I know uh, seen those, has, I know, I seen those photos before. You think he might have just put them up just for Frank <laughs> yeah. Grimes? Or? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You know what we'll do? We'll put a pin in it like we always do, and we'll come back when they walk around the house another couple more times, and <laughs> yeah, we'll see if these we'll see if these photos still uh, show up. Um, and uh, Homer, Homer, Frank asks Homer about being in outer space, and Homer says, "Yeah, sure. You've never been. <laughs> like it's like going." Yeah, like going to the mall or going to you know, like, I don't know, a concert or or amusement park concerts. Some people don't go to a lot of concerts, but yeah. like, oh, you've never been to Six Flags? You're crazy! Yeah. I've been go to Six Flags. I, I go every weekend. What are you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, Homer... <laughs> and Homer asked Frank if Frank would like to see Homer's Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> And we'll it out. Yeah. Yeah. Mind you, Homer hates the Grammy. Yeah. He does hate the Grammys. Yes. And uh, Frank says, no, he would not. <laughs> and uh, Frank yells about having to work hard every day of his life. And what does he have to show for it? And Frank's hold up a briefcase <laughs> and uh, points out his haircut. <laughs> his haircut. <laughs> yep. And uh, Frank asks Homer what he has to show for his lifetime of sloth and ignorance. <laughs> yep. And uh, Homer as, uh, asks what Frank what? says. Everything. A dream house. Two cars. A beautiful wife. A son who owns a factory. Fancy clothes. And then he's like smells the air. He's like, and lobsters for dinner. 
And do you deserve any of it? No. <laughs> and Homer Cast is like, what are you saying? I'm surprised. Uh, I know. <laughs> I'm saying that you're what's wrong with America. <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. I nope. know. I know a lot of uh, I I work for a company that services a lot of these rich folks that I'm like, how do you deserve all of this stuff? Mm-hmm. Like, really? Yeah. And I wish I could own a lot of that stuff. <laughs> I like I like cool TVs and sound systems and yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah. And uh Frank points out that uh Homer uh coasts through life and does as little as possible, and Homer leeches off a decent, hardworking people like Frank. But I don't know how much he really leeches off of anyone. He just, nah. like, he doesn't know how the economy works. He just gets a paycheck. Yeah. He just goes by, you know? Yeah. Exactly. And uh, Grimes like, if you lived in any other country in the world, you'd have starved to death long ago. <laughs> and Bart's like, he's got you there, Dad. <laughs> probably Grimes is probably right yeah and uh, Frank calls Homer a fraud but it was nice meeting Homer's family it was nice to meet you guys yeah and Homer tries to smile but the family you know looks away they they know yeah they they finally realize Homer is literally coasting through life yeah mm-hmm. I mean I I don't know I mean our parents our parents really didn't have money. Our grandparents had money. Yeah. I don't know. Every once in a while, I, I mean, I have a really good paying job. So, I mean, every once in a while, I feel like I'm kind of coasting, just doing my thing. And you know, I, I'm had... not coasting at all. <laughs> <laughs> I work for goddamn peanuts. For yeah. any of our listeners out there, if you're if you're young um, and you're in the television business, get out. Well, I don't know. I, especially I, if you're, especially if you're uh, in the line of work, I do get the hell out. Well, it's funny. Anyway. Like a lot of a lot of the people I work with, they're like they know I collect Funko Pops and they always make fun of me for it. But like we got our bonus check, like at the beginning of the year, we always get our bonus check. And after I got the first one, like one of my coworkers, was like, uh oh, he's gonna go <laughs> out and spend all this whole bonus check on uh, um, Funko Pops, and then we all laugh. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, I. I mean, I've kind of, I, it's funny. Half the reason I kind of tailored off was money just because I have a five-year-old yeah. and he wants to do a bunch of shit. And yeah. the other reason there's not much out there that I really want, but then Correct. Mr. Toys enters my life and I'm like, well, fuck you guys. Now I'm spending all my money that I would have spent <laughs> on Funko Pops. You tell him. Yeah. I know, but still coast, still moderately coasting. Um, and so uh, Bart and Millhouse, you know, walk through their warehouse and uh, it comes up, uh, comes across a pile of uh, adding machines and in industrial ways. And Millhouse asks Bart what they should do with all this stuff. Well, that obviously throw the uh, stuff in the industrial ways. Which is that's what they the do. Mach- that's where the adding machines go. Because who uses adding machines anymore? Correct. And um, then we see Millhouse mopping the floor and... Milhouse uh, stops when he hears a uh, knocking sound, and Bart tells Milhouse to get back to work. <laughs> God, that's such a, that's yeah. such a typical boss thing to do, though. It's like you interrupt your 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 worker, and it's like, oh yeah, get back to work. It's like you stop me from. Work. <laughs> yep, 
you're the one that interrupted me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, but then they do pause work, and Milhouse and Bart go onto a rickety staircase that has a sign on at the bottom of the stairs that says "Do not use." I one, I think it said "Do not use" because it was rickety, but also that stairwell went nowhere. No, there is a was, door. There is oh, a was door. There? Yeah, was, was it a door? Because okay, look, looking at the grand scheme of this factory, it's walls. It's yeah. four walls. There's like. Aside from Bart's office, there's no mm-hmm. rooms, I don't think, in this entire factory. I feel like that stair that door, if there was a door, it went to the it would go to the outside of the, the building. And uh Bart and Milla stand at the top and uh you know push the stairs back and forth. And we see three warning signs at the top that say danger, building unsound, and unsafe. Yeah, that means be careful. And Millhouse yeah. is and Millhouse is like, yeah, we better be careful. And he points to the signs and Bart. Now, Bart only takes two of the warning signs. I don't know what happened yeah. to the third one, but he That's takes two of them and throws throws them out the window. And he's like, uh, does that solve your problem? And Melha's like, yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As long as there's no danger signs, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. So Melhouse and Bart keep swaying on the staircase and we do see some stuff falling from the ceiling. So clearly mm-hmm. something's structurally wrong with this building. Uh, and then we go to March. Uh, uh, she's at the house. She goes outside. We see Homer sitting in his car, and Marge knocks on the window. And Homer's like, "Go away!" And Marge's like, "Homer, why aren't you at work?" And Homer's like, "Car won't start. Uh, I don't feel well. Uh, I am at work." <laughs> oh man! And Marge's like, "Homer, are you afraid to go to work because Frank will be there?" Homer's like, "That's crazy talk. You're crazy, Marge." Get off the road, and he honks his horn. <laughs> I mean, oh, there God. there have been there's been a couple days where I know going to work will mean disaster, just because yeah. I know I I didn't necessarily do something right, or not mm. that not like the job didn't get done properly, but it could have been done a better but, way. Yeah. And I'm gonna get told that, <laughs> and I always dread those days trying to go into work because I know if I maybe if I just ignore my boss. It won't happen, and somehow it eventually does. Yeah. Um, and so uh, Marge, you know, gets in the car, tells Homer he will have to face Frank at some point, and she says Frank is probably just as anxious to make up as Homer is. And I don't Homer, think so. No, oh Homer's like Homer. Homer disagrees, and he's like Frank hates me. Marge's like he doesn't hate you. He just feels insecure because you're getting through life so easily, and it's been so difficult for him. Homer's like, yeah, yeah, that's his problem. He's a nut. It's not about <laughs> me being lazy. It's about him being a crazy nut. Um, <laughs> no, Homer, it's about you being lazy. Um, and so Marge says maybe, but uh, but Frank would be less crazy if Homer was more professional. Oh, now Homer, we're, oh, we're going to get into the Carlos Q of the uh, the episode. <laughs> being, being Acting more oh. professional is at work. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this, is why so, we, this is why we invited Carlos on the episode. We wanted to learn how to be more professional at our jobs. Yeah, I'm, don't I'm, swear. I'm here to clean things up around here. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Don't swear. Uh, wear nice clothes. <laughs> um, don't stick pencils in your ear. Uh, and so Homer seems offended and Marge encourages Homer and says that Frank will, uh, won't have any reason to resent Homer. So Homer is like, okay, I'll do it. He's like, 
to professionalism and he takes a duff and drinks it. Um, I don't know why this keeps happening. And this has been a few episodes now, but this is another instance where the label was blue with red lettering instead of the red label with black lettering. I don't know. Black or is it normally brown? It's red. Is it red? It's okay. definitely no, 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 not, no, not the label, the, the writing, the duff writing. No, I, no, no, the writing is black, I think. Is it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. And so uh, so now Homer goes to work and he puts up a poster that says Mr. Good Employee. <laughs> <laughs> and Frank walks through Homer's area and Homer's got a stack of donuts with a plate and a fork and a knife. And uh, Homer notices Frank and he goes, good morning, fellow employee. You'll notice that I am a, now a model worker. We should continue this conversation later during the designated break periods. Sincerely, Homer Simpson. I don't think he needed to say sincerely Homer Simpson. <laughs> I think he knows who you are, Frank. Or Homer. I think Frank knows who Homer is. And so uh, Frank goes up to Lenny and Carl. And he's like, man, you believe Homer? And he's like, Homer is making a pathetic attempt to look more professional. And Carl asks Frank what Frank has against Homer. And Frank is like, are you kidding me and uh frank's like if the plant has he's like does this plant have some disease or they can't see homer is an idiot and again back to that's the whole point of this episode and frank points out a graph where accidents have doubled every year since homer (laughs) became safety inspector and meltdowns have tripled uh yeah we all know homer is incompetent and it's not good his job but burns also doesn't care but burn no no no. burns doesn't know homer's name so he can't fire him oh that's true he doesn't know who to fire for it because Mm -hmm. he doesn't remember who homer simpson is smart yeah um and so uh frank asks homer uh yeah frank asks homer if homer has been fired or disciplined and they're like and they lenny and carl say no to both questions well of course he hasn't been fired he's he's still still there there. isn't he although he's quit what three times now yeah, I believe three mm-hmm. times, and he's come crawling back. Well, Literally. only one time we one time we do know that he came crawling back through the docky door. Yes, in Burns's <laughs> office, um, and Lenny's like, everyone makes mistakes. That's why they put erasers on pencils. <laughs> True. <laughs> and uh, Carl says uh, Homer's okay. Give Homer a break. <laughs> it's like no, it's not okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everyone in this plant needs to realize it. <laughs> and uh, Frank says he would die a happy man if he could prove to Lenny and Carl that Homer Homer's intel has the intelligence of a six-year-old. <laughs> and uh, Lenny and Carl just stare at Frank. And then Lenny turns to Carl and asks how he's doing. <laughs> yeah, they're he's like, done. all right, we're done. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's done with Frank at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I don't think anyone else in the plant realizes who Frank Grimes is. No, except for I Lenny think just, and Carl. I think Lenny and Carl, that bubble right there, that's yeah. that's yeah. all. It may be Mr. Burns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, because he's on his radar because he put a hole in his wall. Correct. Um, but then Frank passes a poster for a children's model building contest for kids to design their own power plant. And Frank takes the poster, cuts out the word children and kids and the little kid on it and puts the flyer on Homer's desk. And Frank tricks Homer into building a model because this is Homer's chance to show everyone how professional he is. Yeah. 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 I don't think I don't I don't think I've ever just decided to show anyone how professional I could really be. 
Yeah, you just yeah. you just are, you aren't. I just are, I, yeah. I think he's just trying to Carlos prove it does. to Frank. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. 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 He just wants to show him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Homer turns in, uh, turns to a picture of Lenny and tells the picture to tell Mr. Burns that I'm leaving to go work on the contest. I, I love <laughs> that Lenny wrote, have a cool summer on the picture. Like he was signing a yearbook or something. Yeah, that's pretty funny. You think? Do you think the power plant is like yearly year? Do yearly yearbooks? No, like, because they have like no. the the softball team in it, and you know, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like they might. You know, it's funny. He, he tells Lenny, so obviously yeah. Lenny's his boss, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Or supervisor, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's pretty funny. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Frank laughs as he watches Homer leave, and Homer mm. backs up to. Uh, to leave and hit Frank's car on the way oh, out. God, <laughs> that's fucking fantastic. Yep. And uh, I love, I love uh, Grimes's face, like mouth jaw wide. I was like, oh fuck. Yeah. Well, it's karma, man. He fucked yeah. with Homer. Homer fucks with his car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I love, I love that we see Lenny has a parking spot reserved for him too. And but- so does Frank. Why does Frank, Frank have has, a Frank has one because he originally got hired to be executive vice president. Mm, so he go. would have had a spot meant for him. And Lenny's also, a super, and Lenny's also, a supervisor. What, hap- what happened in this parking lot? Because you remember in the uh, Stonecutters episode, Homer was parking by the house. Yeah, it's right next door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, and uh, Homer puts a sign on the door. Uh, to the basement that says genius at work. And I love how Homer could be heard yelling in the basement, like yeah. dropping things out. He's probably hit himself with a hammer. It's all son of I, a uh, Yeah. But I, but I love the project that he's, that he's that he wants to work on it. He wants to yeah. show Frank and everyone that he can be professional. And Marge and Lisa are sitting at the kitchen table, listening to Homer. Cause apparently Lisa's not in school. And no, I feel like this works. is like the summer. You think it's the summer now? Well, Bert's at the warehouse. Uh, I guess so. I guess he might have a point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess we have two episodes left. One's that spinoff showcase, so that's a nothing. And then and the, the military Secret War. School. And then mil- well, military school, they're going back to school. Oh, yeah. see, there you go. So, yeah, you're a good call. It's, Damn. I'm going to guess, go with it summer. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, so... Lisa's, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, Lisa's like, can I go downstairs and see what Dad's doing? And Marge's like, I wouldn't bother him, honey. He's making some kind of model for a contest. He says it's really high-tech stuff that we wouldn't understand. <laughs> sure. And Homer sticks his head out into the kitchen. Marge, do we have any elbow macaroni and glue on sparkles? <laughs> okay, I have a bone to pick with this scene. So... Lisa asks if she can go downstairs. They are sitting in the kitchen. The door that Homer comes out of is the garage. That is not the basement. The basement is in the front hall. Mm -hmm. And she says, can I go downstairs? So the writers screwed something up. Or the animators did. Well, you think Homer was working in the garage, not the basement. Yeah, that's the garage where he's, but you can clearly see the the weird thing is in the animation you could clearly see the hand railing going to the yeah. basement. But in the Beer Baron episode, when they come up from the basement, 
They're by the front door. They're sure. passing by the living room. They are. And the dining room. And the staircase. So, um, what yeah, the hell happened here? Yeah, I don't <laughs> think they, sh- they should have made Homer, like, peek out through a door. I think it should have just been peeking into to the kitchen. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know what happened here. If there was a cross-up with the animators, the writers, a combination of both. Um, I would probably say both. But you, you, like, you glossed over the fact that elbow macaroni and glue on sparkles are very technical. I don't think anyone yeah. understands those things. I don't understand those things. I think it's funny because he uses the he uses the macaroni. I think on his he does he does yeah that's, that's brilliant yeah yep. I love it. Um, and uh, so now we cut back to the uh, the factory and Millhouse uh, hits a furnace. He's just hitting it. Is that what that was? That's yeah, I, I wasn't sure if that was a so. furnace. Yeah. And uh, he's hitting it with a baseball bat when or, Bart or uh, pulls a pulls a string. Yep. yep. Oh yeah, completely working hard. <laughs> he blows a blows a string like like uh, he's at the Flintstones or something to yeah. indicate quitting time. And Millhouse grabs his jacket to leave, and Bart stops him and says, "Someone needs to stay to uh, be the night card." <laughs> and uh, so the place doesn't get trashed. And Bart asks uh, Millhouse and Millhouse uh, to be the night watchman. And he holds up a hat and a stick. And Millhouse, I'm sleepy. It's like, no problemo. And he gives up Millhouse a nickel for the coffee machine. Um, yeah, this is definitely clearly summer. Because yeah. Yeah. I love how I love how at no point Luann or uh, Kirk come over to the yeah. Simpson house to be like, yeah. Where's where our the kid? hell's my kid been all day? <laughs> just walking down the street and he's a job for like, you know, overnight job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know what's and, funny? Uh, I think you guys kind of rolled over is when he's beating the furnace with a bat. He Bart goes, oh, quit. Oh, you know, he rings a horn. And then Miller goes, oh, quit in time. And he throws a bat inside the furnace. I thought that was pretty funny. Oh, I funny. didn't oh. notice that. Uh, yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> that's good pull. Thing. See, this is why we brought our reliable <laughs> new employee onto the podcast. Yes. To show us things that we missed. Yeah. Awesome. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, sorry, you're fired. I mean, just <laughs> just don't grab any uh, electric wires on the way out. I know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's like permanent firing. Um, and so uh, Millhouse says, uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, he gets a nickel for the coffee machine. You know, Bart puts a hat on Millhouse and hands him the nightstick and walks out. Yep. And he, uh, he walks up to a coffee machine. Uh, it says warm coffee and coffee spelt with a K. His Clearly, the people. That's why this business went out of business. Is they didn't know yep. how to spell. Yep. Um, and uh, Millhouse puts the nickel into the machine, and a cup of coffee drops down with a mouse in it. <laughs> and the mouse jumps out of the cup, and then the coffee starts mm. to pour into the cup. Oh Millhouse God. drinks the coffee. Oh, it's gross. Oh, that's disease. Oh my God. That's that. Oh God. Um, and so, uh, yeah, after drinking his cup of coffee, Millhouse is twirling in his nightstick, and he's like, ah. This is my life. Well, at least I've done better than dad. Because, uh, you know, Kirk got divorced and works at a cracker factory. And, you know, nope. uh, and so, you know, Bart walks. Uh, so now it's the next morning and Bart walks to his warehouse and uh, it's, it's collapsed. And Bart goes, oh, geez, Millhouse, how could you let this happen? You were supposed to be the night watchman. 
Millhouse was like, I was watching. I saw the whole thing. First started falling over, then it fell over. That's great. I love that line. That's fantastic. Yeah, he was watching. He did his job. Watched the whole I watched, thing. I watched everything. Uh, and Bart's like, wow. I wonder where all the rats are going to go. And then we see all the rats run across the street to Moe's. And Moe yep. tells everybody to tuck their pants into their socks. So now we I learn. Love, yeah, I love the we, fact that the factory's right across the street. Yeah. Moe Mo is on 35 Industrial Way. Well, he's on Industrial Way. We don't know what the exact address is. Um, yep. And so uh, now we get the Children's Nuclear Design Contest. And Burns introduces the contest and says that some of the designs could make a lot of jobs obsolete. I love how like a few people just like slow clap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're like, uh, don't tell us that. And so uh, our first genius is Ralph Wiggum. And all he has done is brought in a Malibu Stacy dream house and crossed off Malibu Stacy <laughs> and wrote nuclear. So it's a nuclear oh. dream house. Oh, and obviously, great. And obviously Mr. Smithers likes it because he's a huge, oh, he's got yeah. a huge Malibu Stacy collection. I didn't notice that. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Bernsio looks it over and he's like, why is there a hot tub in media room? This is supposed to be a power plant. Not Aunt Beulah's bordello. <laughs> and so then uh, Burns tells Ralph, you know, thank you. Get out. Next. And Ralph just stands there until Wiggum yells out uh, to Ralph to get off the stage. And that was apparently ad-libbed by Hank Azaria. Oh, nice. That was not in oh, the okay. script for, him, for Wiggum to yell that out. Which, it makes sense, though. It's a good ad-lib, if, if that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, Martin is the next one up with his model. And Burns like, oh, that model is too cold and sterile. And Burns <laughs> is like, where's the heart? And yep. uh, Martin's, like, Mar- Martin's like, oh, but my model generates power and is actually lighting the room we're in. And mm. Martin turns <laughs> it up and all the lights go, how do we do that? I don't know. I mean, obviously, he wheeled it out on a cart. Yeah. So Wi-Fi. unless he's using what, Wi-Fi. yeah, Wi-Fi. Wi- <laughs> did Wi-Fi even exist? Did Wi-Fi not in '97? God no, no. We we barely had dial dial up internet in '97. Oh, I guess you're right. So yeah, how is <laughs> how is he powering an entire plant? I say mm-hmm. Phillips Hue lighting, a little knob. I don't know. I know. Uh, right? And so Bert. <laughs> And so uh, Burns tells Martin that he loses and to get off his property. Um, and so uh, he's like, all right, let's bring out the next child. That next child is Homer Simpson. And, you know, Frank stands up and he's like, look, Homer entered a contest with children. And Lenny tells Frank to shush. And Carl's like, yeah, you're making us miss the contest. Oh, <laughs> and uh, Burns asks Homer to explain his model. And before he can, Frank interrupts and is like, what is there to explain? Homer's an idiot. And oh, Lenny's man. like, pipe down. <laughs> and I love his model. And so uh, so Homer describes his power plant. And he's like, well, basically, I just copied the plant. Some uh, I've copied the plant we have now. Then I add some fins to lower uh, wind resistance. And this racing stripe here, I feel, is pretty sharp. So he didn't do anything. Oh, he had I mean, the he added fins, and the fins for wind resistance. 
Yeah, because uh, right the the little cooling tower yeah. would probably fall down without it. The wind would just blow it over. I highly doubt that. <laughs> and so uh, Homer, uh, so Burns names Homer uh, the winner, and he gets first prize, which uh, is a ribbon and ten dollars. Yep. Wow. Well, it's for children. Ten dollars goes a long way for a <laughs> oh, child. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And uh, Frank can't believe it, and Lenny and Carl cheer on Homer. <laughs> I've never—I don't know if I've ever entered like a science fair or anything. Yeah, I don't I, think I've ever. I think we—I think we have. I think everybody yeah. usually does it. Do they like with prizes and everything? Well, not with prizes, but like, like a school science oh, fair. Maybe. I don't know, Carlos. You ever know. enter a science fair? Um. Well, it wasn't a. Well, like, it was like a for science class. Um. I remember. Um. We had to do this thing like, like I think it was like a ten or fifteen foot drop. You had to make like a some sort of like a like a cage for an egg. Yeah, oh yeah, the egg drop. Yeah, the egg drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did that. We did that. Yeah, Did your egg? Did your egg survive? Do you remember? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I put I put a bunch of com balls around it, and no, that didn't work at all. <laughs> oh, I don't remember what I did for our egg drop. Oh, I do. I did a, uh, we went to uh, Michael's and bought one of the circle, like, you know, those things that kids use to foam make balls? planets, the foam balls. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so we cut nice. it in half, cut it in half, cut out an egg section, put the egg in it, put that around it, taped it, put it around bubble wrap, put it in a box. Oh. Oh, yeah, that was action. That did great. Break. Yeah. Nope. I'm smarter than an egg. So. <laughs> Um, so, uh, you know, Frank, uh, can't believe it. And, uh, Frank, uh, says this was a contest for children. And Lenny points out that Homer beat the kids' brains out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mop the floor with those kids. Yeah. And the crowd cheers. And Frank can't stand it any longer. It says the whole plant has gone insane. Insane, he tells him. <laughs> and Frank has his freak out. Yep. And Frank says, ah, I can be lazy too. And a worthless employee, just like Homer. And then he goes into the break room and picks up some donuts. Blah, 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 blah. Wow. <laughs> and uh, then Frank goes to the men's room. He's like, I'm peeing on the seat. Give me a raise. Now I'm returning to work without washing my hands. Oh. But it doesn't matter because I'm Homer Simpson. I don't need to do my work because someone else will do it for me. Do do do, <laughs> and then Homer asks Grimy if he's okay. <laughs> you okay, man? Yeah. And Frank says uh, he's better than okay because I'm Homer Simpson. He's like, and then Homer's like, "You wish." <laughs> and uh, Frank sees Burns says, "I I'm the worst worker in the world. Time to go home to my mansion and eat lobsters." <laughs> and then Frank sees some wires that say danger, extremely high voltage. And Frank says, I don't need safety gloves because I'm Homer Simpson. He grabs them and electrocutes himself. And, and now we're at the funeral. <laughs> oh, poor Grimes. Oh, poor Frank Grimes. And uh, we see Frank Grimes, or Grimy, as he liked to be called. <laughs> so clearly Homer gave uh, yeah. Reverend Lovejoy all the... Uh, the four one one on Frank Grimes, yeah. Um, and uh, you know he taught taught a man that a man sorry taught us a man can triumph over adversity. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so because he killed himself. 
Yep. And uh, Lovejoy continues to talk about Frank when the camera pans over the funeral goers and Homer Homer has fallen asleep. And Homer tells uh, Marsh, Marsh, change the channel. (laughs) And everyone Uh, laughs. And then Lenny stands up and says, that's our Homer. (laughs) I'd also like to point out that Burns is there with the dog. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone came out. So, uh, so that's the end of the episode. I love it. So, uh, Carlos, here's what we do on our episode. If you don't already know, we like to give our final thoughts and rank the episode. Um, our ranking scale is one is a doe, two is a eat my shorts, three is don't have a cow man, four is eat my, uh, sorry, mm, sprinkles, and five is everything's coming up millhouse. And as our guest, I'll let you go first, give your rating, and tell us why you love this episode so much. Okay, I guess I'm going to have to give it a mm, sprinkles on okay, this right. one. Um, one thing I kind of didn't, you know, it's something I not like, but I didn't see a lot of uh, Lisa in this one. Sure. She was kind of, you know, like in the backseat, you know, and... Um, I, I, I think she had like a few lines, I guess. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I, I, to explain that, um, before they recorded this episode, uh, Lisa's voice actress actually came down with the flu. And so she oh, was wow. only able to record a few lines for this episode. Not that she, not that Lisa probably would have been in the episode more if she hadn't come down with the flu, but yeah. um, she was only able to record a couple lines. So, <laughs> but, but, uh, um... You know, it's funny. Um, I remember watching this one, and um, when he actually at the end, when he like you know kills himself, I actually got kind of scared. Like I remember as a kid, you know, I'm like, oh. whoa, I'm like, I'm like, damn, that that took a like a sharp right turn. I'm like, what? I'm like, well, that's it. And then they show his tombstone. I'm like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> and um, yeah. I, I'm not sure how if they're clear on how, how old he was. Do you know that? Oh um, no! He's probably a little bit younger than Homer, or did or did we say thirty five? Somewhere around there, I think. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, he's a tad younger than Homer. Oh, okay. Yeah, he looks way younger than Homer. But... Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah. I mean, overall, you know, one of my favorite episodes. Um, just the freak out. I just love that. <laughs> and, uh, one of my favorite lines is uh, when the rats go in the most tavern is, you know, tuck your pants into your socks, which just like the, <laughs> just a visual, you know, seeing yeah. everybody do that. It's hilarious. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, I like Millhouse in there, you know, it's, it was, it was a fun episode. Yeah. I, uh, I, I thoroughly enjoy this episode. It's, it's a five. Uh, everything's coming up Millhouse for me. Uh, it is just fantastic. The A and B stories, like, usually when you have an A and B story, it's not that great, but I love the B story, because as Steve said earlier in the episode, it kind of, Bart kind of mirrors the Homer Simpson thing, Mm -hmm. where he basically lucked into buying this warehouse, he got Millhouse to do everything for him. I love I love Milhouse's line at the end about like Bart asking about being the watchman and he's like, Yeah, I watched it. I watched it fall down. Yeah. Um, that was great. Um and I, I think a lot of people can relate to the A story of this episode with mm-hmm. with Frank the, the difference between Frank and Homer, where you have this you have this one person who works really hard in life, he's gotta battle so much, maybe not getting blown up in a silo. Um, but like you have to come overcome all this adversity. He was abandoned by his parents at the age of four. 
Um, and then you have this, uh, the other dynamic, you have Homer, who has coasted through life. He, he got to marry Marge. He got to have kids. He mm-hmm. got to have this nice house. He got his lobster. Um, and and it, it's, it's a great dynamic that they put into this. Um, I think the only thing that would have made this episode better is if they got Nicolas Cage. Uh, oh my god! But that's besides the point. But yeah, five. Everything's coming out Millhouse. Uh, it's it's a really really good episode. Yeah, I'm definitely with you. Five. Everything is coming out Millhouse. It's uh, it's not often you get an A and B story like you said that that melds together ever so perfectly. And the B story really was like a sheer fraction of this episode, which made it even better because you don't really know what's going on, but it's short enough to be like, Oh, Bart has a factory. Perfect. Millhouse is working with them. Awesome. <laughs> and that's about it. But I mean, Frank Grimes got, you love to hate him. I mean, yeah. he's, he's, uh, is too serious. He takes, uh, everything, you know, as it is. And he went completely insane. He's yep. off his rocker and he's dead. But, yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I know some of the, I was reading an article saying some of the producers kind of were upset that he, they killed him off because mm-hmm. he was such a fantastic character that they yeah. probably could have wrote way more for him oh, yeah, in the definitely. future. Um, but unfortunately they couldn't. Um, so yeah, five, everything's coming up Millhouse. Um, so let's finish it out with our character profile. And this week we have Frank grimy grinds, um, his occupation, uh, New, uh, late Springfield nuclear power plant worker, um, <laughs> prized possessions, his briefcase, his haircut, and his uh, personalized pencils. Uh, his education, correspondence school diploma in nuclear physics with a minor in determination. Uh, his worst birthday, his 18th, when he was blown up in a silo explosion. <laughs> I still want to know what he was doing out there, but yeah, like it looked like he was running into it for some reason. <laughs> uh, biggest success teaching himself to hear and to feel pain after his accident. <laughs> so, yeah. So thank you, Carlos, for coming on the episode. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic to talk to you and get your take on some of the stuff in the episode and hear your thoughts. And it's always fun hearing other Simpsons fans talk about an episode with us. Yeah, no problem, man. Thanks for having me over. Definitely had a good time. You know, uh, um, kind of bummed because you know no Nicholas Cage, but it's all good, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And and you guys, this isn't the last time you'll hear about Carlos. Carlos will generously donate a couple Funko Pops for an upcoming Treehouse of Horror giveaway that we're going to be doing in season nine. So we all we'll all have Carlos to thank for uh, for those oh, fun thanks, giveaways. Carlos. That's and not what, a problem here in of it. So yeah, thank what were, you. What were you giving us again? I can't. I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, it was that um, new uh, Funko exclusive. Uh, Willie. Will, Willie, yeah. The Willie. Will, that's right. Yeah. Awesome. And, well, thank you very much for that. No, no problem. Awesome. And, so you guys can. Uh, so we'll finish it out here with where you can find us. Come check us out on uh, Instagram, The Simpson Did It Pod, on Threads, the same name. Uh, if you guys uh, want to follow us on any podcasting platform, if you do it on Spotify, make sure to hit the follow button. If you do it on Apple Podcasts, make sure to subscribe, give us five stars, give us a review, let us know 
what your thoughts are on our podcast. That would be great. Um, we're also on YouTube. You can follow us on there. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment on our episodes. Uh, we're also on YouTube Music. Uh, so if you don't want to watch videos, you can download YouTube Music and listen to our podcast on there. If you, want to leave us some, if you want to leave us some feedback, you can email us at the Simpsons did it pod at gmail.com. You can also give us a phone call, 612-584-0986. Listen to Jaden LeBron's voicemail message, and then leave us a voicemail on what you think about our podcast. So until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky. And I'm Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. Shh.